Welcome back, episode 11 of Garage Beers. Nick is MIA somewhere in Florida, somewhere, probably at a country club. So we've got Cole and maybe Nick's replacement or just tonight's special guest, Fun Joss. Thanks for having me. Oh, yeah. So, Cole and I, on our, we're drinking our trusty Bushlight. Joss is not a beer drinker. I am drinking house wine because mm. I am pretty classy. And is that the only one you brought? It's the only one I brought, but I've already had a couple good margaritas. Thing, good thing we got Bushlight. At least it's out of a can, though. It's True. out of the can. So that's we've, had, we've had a lot of discussion awesome. on this podcast about bottles versus draft versus can. Where do you land? Well, we're river people, and so if you're river people, then you don't bring glass on the river, so you either got to make your cocktail in your giant Yeti, or it's got to be in a can. And I really like that everything is coming in a can these days, because I can get canned cocktails, I can get canned wine. Joe's rum and cokes. Yeah. Crown roll. Crown. Those will fuck you up real quick. Yeah. I'm a big gin and tonic drinker. The canned gin and tonics are pretty Ooh. great. Have you ever done your own homemade Bushlight Apple? I have not. Oh, we've done that. It was Friends cheap. of mine were supposed to bring me some Bushlight Apple. Never received it. It's so really like, strange. Really, really, oh, really strange. Really strange. It's like these people might be on this podcast, but might not be. <laughs> well, know. lucky for you, after you drink your house wine, yes. I have a Bushlight Apple tucked away in the back of the fridge with your name on it. Yes. So, uh, Josh, you've been listening to the podcast. I don't know if you've listened to every episode, but... You've listened to it on drives, you listened to it mowing the lawn. Um, what are your initial takeaways? Because you were, you're the first guest to have been a listener and then we bring on. So okay, well, first of all, I'm like the number one fan because I've listened to every episode except for the one that dropped five minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't okay. have time to hit that one on the way over here. Um, surprisingly, I think it's a lot smarter than I thought it was going to be. I, I think we would agree with that. <laughs> so we were doing this the first time. And we were like, yeah, we're just going to wing it kind of. And then it's kind of actually had some actual some structure to it. Not a lot, but like some intelligent conversations more than just kind of shooting shit. Yeah, it hits on a lot of things that I'm interested in. I really like conspiracy theories. So like I can hit on that. And um, that's, that's our seventh topic of the night. Yeah. Also, on paper, we are probably on par for like show. a two hour podcast tonight so but before we get into this you said mowing the lawn you listen to it yes. how many beers is your lawn okay mm. my lawn is two and a half acres okay we okay. don't like neighbors which we can get into later with stupid people yep. and so i have zero turn uh learned to drive it last year my neighbors probably thought i was drunk when i learned because i was like spinning out all over the place <laughs> You can't drink a beer while you're doing it because uh, you need two hands. I bet you we have a guest on this show who would beg to differ. Trevor, who you know, yes. would argue the fact that, that you could drink. Up? Yes. I'm considering getting the helmet that has the two beer cans <laughs> <laughs> so that I can drink while I'm driving. I have so, had a Yeti with margarita in it while I've been driving. It kind of gets shook up. So there's no like cruise control on that thing? No cruise control. It does. Your model would just can you go with like one hand in the middle and hold both? No, you need two hands. Ah, yep. I didn't know if it was one of those that came together mm. and then no, no. Be close enough. Husqvarna, if you're listening, we need a one-handed zero turn. <laughs> <laughs> just like a fucking joystick. Yes. 
minutes, and you've already name-dropped Yeti and Husqvarna, and you've told us that you're river people, so clearly... You're a person of status, so thank you. For <laughs> and she's got a three-acre yard. And she has a three-year, like, eight-acre yard, whatever it was. So thanks for slumming it with us in the I garage. am Iowa high class, if that's what it is. But you're not actually from Iowa. Not from Iowa. So we're, you are from... Definitely like, not from Iowa. Don't claim it regularly <laughs> on a weekly basis. Ask myself why the fuck I live here. The answer is, it's a great place to raise kids. I'm from Minnesota, Superior State. And, and not like the Twin Cities in Minnesota. No. So I'm from as far north in Minnesota as you can go. Like, Cole could hit a golf ball at Canada from my parents' backyard <laughs> growing up. Nice. Literally so grew up like on the, the border. Vikings? I like the Vikings. Oh. It's a really tough life. Twins, tough life. So yeah. growing up that far north in Canada, compared to, like, I'm sure you've heard stories of people growing up here in Iowa, like, can you educate okay. us on the different So, like, the best way I can describe it is we had snowmobile parking at our school. Oh, that's kind of You can drive a snowmobile to school probably, like, more than six months of the year, and there was special parking for you. When it would get really cold in the winter, they would let us outside at lunchtime to start our cars because they didn't want any of us to get stuck there. We partied in ice houses. The sheriff didn't come out there. We don't condone extra drinking on this show. <laughs> That's how you she know she's, she's, she's in the right so chair. But, right but we, we studied in ice houses in college. What? Out on, you know, out on the oh, ice road. Oh, okay. Studied. So studied. in Iowa, you have people that ride their horses to school. Yes. In Minnesota, you ride your snowmobiles. 100%. Have Did you seen? Did you guys seen? have like outdoor education at all? Where you guys were like, you didn't really need that. that. You didn't really yeah. need that. It was just like life. Okay. So uh, probably the most famous Minnesotan that I know is uh, the, the legendary Coach Bombay. And uh, he talks about in, in D1, like, <laughs> you, you just know how thick the ice is and you can, like, drive your car out onto it. Yeah. Is that, like, a legit thing? Legit thing. Uh, two stories about that. First one, most kids in northern Minnesota learn how to drive on the ice road because that's just, I mean, you really, you're going to throw your car in, in the snowbank. It's, it's really not going to hurt it. Um, so pretty much everybody learns to drive when they're 12 up on the ice road. Number two, um, lots of car companies actually did cold weather testing on vehicles up on the lake where I grew up and they would plow a mile round circle and they would polish about half of it and leave half of it snowy and they would test brakes and huh. kind of how the cars performed in the snow. So we would see all these wrapped cars, you know, years ahead of them coming out in production and... I've seen Pretty that, interesting in, that way. in the dunes. They were driving the new Ford Raptors, which they were covered, so you couldn't really tell, but I just know yeah. Ford Raptors. But they were like, yeah, they're like covered in all They're like covered shit. in these like leather black wraps, <laughs> yeah. but I mean, you can still see the shape of the vehicle. Pretty sweet. All right, well. So really rural, uh, five hours from Minneapolis-St. Paul area. If you wanted to go to a Target, it was a two-hour drive. Um, I remember when we got a McDonald's, I was seven. So, so you were at least seven before you had your first Happy Meal. Hundred percent. I can't even imagine what that life would be like. We have exactly four stoplights in town. You can hit them all within eleven minutes. We used to call them hot laughs, and that was the thing to do. So how many people lived in? The population is about five thousand. Okay. So that's more than Denver, Iowa. Yeah, big time. Uh, we have a, another guest on the show, Johnny, uh, Mr. Elevator Man. Doesn't have a stoplight in his town. 
they call it the mile wide city uh, in Denver. So a little bit bigger than, uh, than you know, or your, your hometown is a little bit bigger than that. But uh, so now you've been in Iowa for what, five, six years? Uh, I've been in Iowa for, it will be, it's been about seven years. And uh, it's fine. Lots of corn. Not a lot of snow. Gets kind of brown here. How many times in the first like year and a half or two years did you like regret moving here? Uh, daily. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much every day. Um, obviously very happily married, but now Iowa is changed. Alrighty. Well, let's uh, let's get to our. I think it's quickly becoming my favorite topic of the show. But first, a, a plug at JLB Technologies. If you're in the tri-state area, uh, which we should probably look into how many of our listeners are. But uh, if you need help with uh, with anything tech-related, security cameras, wireless internet, whatever it might be, uh, give a shout out to at JLB Technologies. So with that, uh, shitty beer. Now we hype this up. Not gonna lie, and, and I think you'll you'll hear it when you go home and listen to episode ten tonight. We hyped this up because I thought you were bringing us a quality Minnesota shit beer. Uh, you failed to do that. <laughs> and uh, I'm pretty sure you just stopped at a gas station on your way over here and picked <laughs> something out because you brought us Rolling Rock. In my defense, I tried to bring you Beer 30 and the Purple Can, Hollard, Minnesota, if you've ever had this. Uh, we used to drink it in college, $10.99 for a 30 rack. It was quality. Uh, however, in the past 15 years, they've stopped making it. Shocker. So, when I stopped on the way over here, I got uh, Rolling Rock, which is... So you legitimately did stop on the way over here. Yeah, I wanted to... I... <laughs> I didn't want to bring you piss warm beer. I could bring you, you Miller Lite. You I have could, a fridge. I could bring you Miller Lite. Well, before you ever come on the show again, you're going to have to redeem yourself. Bring us a Minnesota beer. Um, and give us, let us at least try what you, what did you you, grow up drinking? Uh, we drank a lot of Mick Golden Light, which I would not qualify as a shitty beer. No. It's a pretty decent beer. Uh, we also drank a lot of Grain Belt. That would have been, that would have been fine. Grain Belt is delicious. could have brought that. Tastes like blueberries, very fresh. But. Why didn't you bring that? That doesn't sound shitty. Well, because it's not a shitty beer. You told me that you weren't going to drink any of that, Same like, rock, high rock. maintenance All right. shit. Yeah, rolling Rock, so, I mean, so this So, Rolling is... Rock, gas station quality shit. All right, so... 529 Rolling Rock. Six pack of pounders. Established in 1939, the Latrobe Brewing Company. Um, let's see. Per 12 fluid ounces, 130 calories, 9.8 grams of carbs, 1.3 grams of protein, if this is also a fat-free beer, uh, 4.4 alcohol per volume. Oh yeah, we need you, uh, oh, yeah. Stat boy. Stat boy needs one. See, she even knows. So this is uh, Rolling Rock. Uh, I know my dad has has drank Rolling Rock. We've got some buddies that drink it. They enjoy it. So I. This is. I don't staple think, of my drunk uncle. I don't think <laughs> this is gonna. This is a I, I think this is gonna be our highest rated beer. Um, not really expecting this to taste like butt cheeks, so here we go. <laughs> I've had Rolling Rock out of a bottle and it tastes different than it does out of a 100%. It I, tastes worse out of a bottle. 
I mean, honestly, it just kind of tastes like water. It's not. Yes, like the other drink, Bush Light. No, no, this is this has no. This flavor. is really light. This has this no flavor. Light. This is it's extremely light. light. It's light. I could drink this. I think where this, is this? Where this, this actually, I was worried about rolling rock because we were talking about it, and I have, I don't know what it was because in college there's like only a select few part of the fraternity that I was in that drink rolling rock, and I was like, mm. it gives me Miller Light vibes. No, no, no. Miller, no. Miller Light Get tastes like here. warm pet, warm piss, even when it's cold. Where is where is this brew? Like Google it. I already looked at the can. Oh, it comes it? to you from the mountain springs. So we know it's not from Iowa. You see any fucking mountains around here? I don't think so. Um, honestly, like, so here's our scale. Huh. Stat boy, seven Pennsylvania. plus. Pennsylvania. Yes. Yeah, okay. Okay. Uh, seven plus, you buy a case of it. No. Five to seven, you drink a, you drink it out of a cooler over other beers. No. Three to five, you drink it if it was your only option. Well, to buy yeah. other beers, we've had some shit beers on here, so our list. <laughs> I, the way, when I made that scale, my thought behind it was I would drink it over a Bud Light. Okay. Okay, Bud Light has a nasty aftertaste. I think it's just a nasty taste to begin with. But, like, meaning that middle-of-the-road, like, beer. I mean, this is definitely the best one we've had. Yes. No questions about it. You think this is better than uh, the last one we just had? Ice House? Yeah. You put Ice House at, like, a five... Like six. Right. And I'm going to rate this in the sixes. Hmm. Easily. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I, I've drank a lot of shitty beer in my day. I do not condone over drinking. However, I would probably drink a, a natty over this. Oh. Yeah, I would too. An ice cold natty Whoa. over this. Natty light? Hold on. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So that, that, what was, oh. Natty what? ice? Yeah. Natty ice was kind natty of. Natty ice we had ranked at like a 5.1. Have you had the Natty Seltzers? No. Oh. What, did you guys see the new one? Did you see You gotta try it. Did you see the retro Bud Light Seltzers? Yes. The, the case? The case yes. I might want to buy just because the case looks good. <laughs> yeah, yes. Um, okay, remind me, we're going to come back to this, the 33 on the can, when we are talking about our conspiracy theory later. Because there's some, there's some shit to unpack there. But uh, overall, to I'm going to go... 6.3 Ooh. on the Rolling Rock. That's high. Cole? Uh, I mean, I don't know if I can put this over natural ice. So I'm going to have to go 5.2. You would drink a natural ice? Yeah. Because of the alcohol? <laughs> I mean, that, I mean, you have to <laughs> the factors. Right. It's a cool looking can. There is a lot of carbs in this. Yeah. And they have more alcohol. Right. Okay. So... 5.2. 5.2. I'm going to put it right at a 5. Oh, oh, score. Fuck. Are you kidding me? Uh, even 5? Even 5. Jesus. Even 5. I don't hate okay. it. I don't and love it. I gave it a 4.8. Yeah, everybody knows you can't give an even... Of yeah. all the numbers to get, I did give you're going to give it an even 5.8. Yeah, I, I can give it a fucking 5.0. Five five you invited me here, so I can fucking rate it. I am regretting that decision. Well... So... That's our shitty beer review. Uh, I did uh, spend some time after work today. I've got some graphics made that we're going to release over the next couple days that will highlight all of our previous beer reviews. Where does that rank us? We officially have our least shittiest beer. Least shittiest beer. Rolling Rock. You can't say I'm surprised. 5.35. 5.35. 5.35. 5.35. 5.35. 5.35. 5.35. 5.35. 5.35. 5.35. 5.35. 5.35. 5.35
5.35, I was fully expecting that. Um, so basically to sum it up, Rolling Rock, not shitty, no. a little bit better than average. All I've got to say is you're fucking welcome. <laughs> I didn't say thank you. So uh, next topic, uh, first we got a plug for Broussard Racing, our e-racing e IRL uh, yeah. sponsor. Go ahead and give them a follow if you're into uh, e-racing. Uh, our car and the whole team. It's not just it's not just a one person thing. Yep. Whole team's been doing well. Uh, so at Broussard Racing. Have we been attacked second time? As a listener, can I ask, what's e-racing? So you like you enter into a league through NASCAR Heat. It's a PlayStation, PC, Xbox. Yes, dear. And you like yes. shifter. connect via online and you race. But Sounds like, great. They, uh, they've got our own Garage Beers podcast car, and uh, we've been doing pretty well so far. So go ahead and give them a follow. And with that, we're going to talk social media breaks. Um, Josh, you said you are on a break from Memorial Day to Labor Day. Is this a regular thing? Why are you doing it? What's Tell us all about it. Yeah, so uh, a friend of mine and I decided that um, we were going to go on a social media break from Memorial Day to Labor Day. Um, I would call us addicted, which is probably not a great term for it, but, um, regular social media users. Um, I can honestly say it doesn't make me feel good as a person. Social media doesn't, it makes me feel like shit. It makes me feel like I'm not doing a good job at life. It makes me feel like I'm failing as a mother, as a person. I'm not cool. Um, you know, I don't like the hold it has over me. And I know that like I, I, cognizantly aware that it has that effect um so you know let's take a break from it and i can honestly say i don't miss facebook oh yeah don't miss it at all instagram a little bit harder a little bit harder i can honest i can say i have logged in a few times i get instantly overwhelmed <laughs> instantly overwhelmed by it it's i mean i remember i remember the days where it's like all you had was was facebook that was like 2007, Come 2008. On. Oh, yeah. My I, I am old. I am old. I never generation. My, like, my first real social media platform was Facebook. And, like, pictures weren't really a thing because everyone had shitty cell phones still. And, like, it really was. Like, we're just keeping tabs on, you know, like, how's, how's everyone doing? Now, granted, I don't know if you get these or you check them, but every day I get the... This is what this is what you posted or shared X number of years ago, dear Lord. Oh yeah. I I wish Come I could go back gym. and smack <laughs> myself because there is some shit that I posted that I I don't even want to say right now. Like I'm so embarrassed that I posted it, and it wasn't like shit that would get me in trouble, but like posting about my high school girlfriend, like super dumb <laughs> shit. Like I don't like I wonder what I was thinking, right? So like that's that's part of my daily habit right now is when that notification comes through, I go through and delete the post from like 13 years ago. Yeah, I mean for me, like part of it is like why do I care about these people I kinda don't know? Like I might know them and I might creep on them. Like self-proclaimed huge creep. If you have something going on in your life, I probably know about it because of Facebook or because yeah. of Instagram. I don't need to use brain space for that. And so for me, it's taking a step back from that, focusing on 
things that are going on in my life, um, focusing on being a better person, focusing on reading instead of like doom scrolling. Um, I just, I, I really, why do I care? Yeah. Why do so I that's care? That's what I, I was talking about. We talked about a little bit like this on one of those. This early, was our very first episode. It might have been. And we I die like a deep on social media. Yeah. I hate social media. Um, I have to use it for my job because that's how I contact certain people and that's just a way to kind of get your foot in the door. Um, but, oh my gosh, just what I've seen it, like you said, what you've seen it, like, to even like, so you, imagine taking yourself, having Instagram when you were in high school and junior high, and then you think you're addicted now, now put yourself in those shoes, and now you have some of those, like, you have the confidence, you have that. Could you imagine getting torn down when you were in high school and junior high? No, I mean, really? I had, I had MySpace top eight. MySpace top oh, eight was my, bad yeah, enough. Seriously. I mean, shit, if you were number six, you were, like, out the door. Seriously. So I know you, you you didn't want to like have a whole topic designated for, but I gotta ask like, as a mom, right? You've got two kids. Knowing that like, in the next ten years, they're going to be exposed to this this social media world, and who knows what it's gonna look ten like. Ten years. Like, does that kids like on social media not like? Well, okay, I, I was being generous to include both kids, but like. Is there a certain part of that that, like, scares the shit out of you as a parent? Oh, 100%. I mean, I think that social media would be entirely different in 10 years than it is today because it was entirely different 10 years ago than it was, you know, now. Um, The best thing I can do, I think, is get them involved in any sort of thing that keeps them out of the house, away from technology. You know, we're we're so big on playing outside. Um, We will... The rule at our house is, you know, if they want something that they can do outside, we will buy it for them because we want to encourage that. Um, We're big into encouraging sports and, you know, really just anything to keep them away from technology. Um, So that, you know, that will continue to be our focus. But at a certain point, that's you you can't keep it away from them anymore. You can't shield them. And like, at what point do you like decide that you're going to educate? Because like that was a big thing, like... I feel like for, I guess, our generation, yeah. we're a few years younger, like, with the whole, like, premarital sex, like, we're going to talk about it. We talk about <laughs> everything on this show, like, yeah. for a long, and you still see it, like, to today, like, rather than educate, it was, like, just, it's bad, 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 don't do it, don't do it, and then what What do you get? A bunch of knocked up teenagers, like, maybe a stretch comparing premarital sex and teen pregnancy to social media, but I think they're actually a lot more related than you think. Well, that, like, and then that, I mean, that leads into depression. You mean so like depression is such a big thing now and like all that and that's coming from social media i mean people are looking at other people's lives and they're comparing what they got going on in their life they don't think they're as pretty um and i even with zoom it's been a whole nother thing yeah so there's i don't know what it's exactly called but people are getting even now more depressed because they're constantly looking at themselves in zoom on the computer screen and then looking at all their imperfections on the zoom call on the computer screen and now they're seeing different things that are wrong with them. And so just enjoying themselves and stuff like that. It's it's terrible for mental, you know, mental health, um, brain health. It's it's awful for that. And I mean, speaking as somebody, like, I'm a very anxious person. So speaking as somebody who has anxiety on a daily basis, like, I know what it does to me. I know what it does to people who maybe even don't even have that in check. Like, I realize it and I know what how I feel about it. One step in the right direction that I believe Europe has actually started to do is they have to, on their social media platforms, like in like the comment sections like that, they have to actually put what they edited in the picture. 
Yeah. So like if you edited something about yourself, oh, wow. you made yourself look thin or something like that, you have to put that in there so people don't think like, ah, this is what this person actually looks like. I they can honestly say like I have never edited the picture to make myself look No, I agree. <laughs> I've like done the opposite before. <laughs> that, 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 I made a super fat version myself. That L cartoon or whatever hasn't kicked in yet? No, it has not. <laughs> uh, you'll hear about that when you listen to the next episode. Nick uh, was telling us about some... Uh, what is supplement L carnitine? L carnitine that like it's a amino acid that's supposed to make you lose weight. So I'm just you could take like four thousand milligrams a day. <laughs> I'm gonna maybe take like six and see if I lose like ten pounds. Or but, have a heart attack. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's possible. Yolo, right? Uh, so <laughs> the social media break. Have you have you done like I hear a lot of people that do it during Lent. Um, um, we're not going to go down that wormhole, but like I don't necessarily believe in things like that for Lent. This is, I think, a little bit different because this is like a four-month thing, right? Yeah. I so, mean, like the biggest thing for me is can I break myself of the habit of checking it on a regular basis? Can I be more present in my life, in my kid's life, in um, my work life, um, just in general? Like I would rather be reading. I really – I love to read. Um, I would rather be reading than spending time reading people's crap on Instagram that I don't care about. Um, in the last year I read an entire series of books. There was like 31 of them. Um, took me about a year. Loved it. I would really love to, I think that's bettering yourself instead of being detrimental to your health, to your wellness, to your brain. I mean, really what the hell do I care if somebody dyed their hair if they are going on vacation. I mean, I do that stuff too, but I don't need to post it all over the place. Right. And then one thing that I did, um, one of my good friends, what he did on his social media platforms is one year he cleaned out all of his kind of like, it was it was back when Facebook was popular. So like when you had your friends and you had your, like, your friends that you had never even known of, you had like 500, oh, yeah. so many of those. What he did for one year, every single time, He'd go through somebody's birthday if he didn't truly know or give a crap about their birthday. Yeah. If he didn't feel like he wanted to post it, then he deleted them. Yeah. So he cut like all the way down to like a hundred and he said it was one of the best things he did. It is so fake. Like right. you realize yeah. all the people that you added during call like when I went to college, it was big, like Facebook was just becoming big outside of like kind of the, the big circles that started it. And that was the thing is you added people on Facebook that were gonna be in your class. Well, I've still got people on my Facebook. I've deactivated it now, but I've still got people on my Facebook that I never even met in my three and a half years of college. Yep. Like, why do I care? Yeah. And then that whole, that also plays into the whole, like, depression factor of, like, you feel that you're friends with this person even though you really have nothing in common. And, like, I, I have done that, not on a whole grand scale, but I've gone through and said, have I, have I talked to this person in the last two years? If I haven't, then I usually, you know, take them off. Right. And then that's what I do. So like, I've tried to use some of the social media to be beneficial. Like if I'm going to be on it, I try to surround myself with things that I can learn from. Yeah. So like I have certain things. So like fitness is a big thing. So I'll go on there. I learn different things, especially golf fitness. A lot of PGA professionals, a lot of teaching pros. So I'll learn some different things on those different social media platforms, but it's like letting the crap in. So like some of that other stuff, you see it start coming in, and then you have to do some self-reflection and be like, all right, time to get that out of there. There's yeah. so much crap. And the, the, what doesn't help, and I like Instagram does this especially, like if you ever go, I forget what, what the tab is exactly called, but it's basically like the community feed. 
like that will be filled of things that you've seen and like maybe liked and like it like for me it's a lot of cameras motorcycles shit like that but like if you end up going through a phase let's just say you like you know a whole bunch of person's posts like it then will alter that feed and then you just get fed that again and again and again like that whole aspect of social media is also extremely dangerous yeah that i'll tell you what i the one i'm with you that i kind of get sneaky on that like kind of brings me down or like i'll get attached to most is kind of instagram facebook i don't even use really i'll go to twitter for like news so if i want to see something yeah i'll go to twitter instead of like google to see like what's up so i'll go like yeah like the christian erickson like the denmark player that collapsed i went yeah. right to twitter Same. and then went to find the news feeds and stuff there instead of like google but that's the only thing i use twitter for and then instagram is really the one that just kind of like sucks me in that like i i would be interested in kind of taking that social media break from instagram but like you said, that's almost impossible given your right. your profession. So and you have to stay relevant and stuff like that. So and I think that's really hard because how do you define who you are as a professional and who you are as a person without getting them too integrated? Because you want to be able to step away from your work. Right. I mean, it's healthy to step away from your work. Um, but you know, when they're so integrated in your daily life, how do you do that? And and I definitely think that the social media companies they're aware of this. I mean, they, they understand how to suck people in. They want you to be addicted. And at the end of the day, for me, it's understanding they want me to be addicted. I don't want to give into that. How do I break that cycle? That, and that's just not who I kind of am as like a person. So like, I don't want to be fake to them saying like, this is stuff that we do and stuff like that. Come find out, come like, see what we are, see like what I do. And then that's kind of how I sell myself. Mm -hmm. like, I'm not going to kind of put on a, a face or anything like that on yeah. social media. Come see what we've got going on. It's kind of like what I want to do. So yeah, no, one hundred percent. You know, I just read this today. Um, there are companies that are now, rather than hiring like outside influencers to promote their company and their brand, they are like basically paying people from within their company to take time out of their day to post about working at Walmart or working at Target. So now, like, you're you're gonna start seeing even more of that because they're being compensated for and realistically do i care right but so from a, my question no is, you you may not but like their whole thing is you know you you take the the ncaa and the sedona what was your name the women's basketball right, player right. from oregon right so like these big box retailers especially are looking at it from the perspective of this people are going to talk about our company if we can somehow incentivize people to post positive things about working at Walmart, Target, etc., then we're at least controlling a portion of the message. Right, but do you also think that it has something a little bit to do with the amount of people that, I'm not gonna make this political, but like that are collecting unemployment instead of actually going to get a job? So they're, right, yeah. They're posting these different things, incentivizing people, because they don't, they're having trouble getting people to work there. 100%, and you are seeing that all over the place of, basically like, I've yet to come or hear of a company that is like, no, we're, we're good with the number of people we have. We're not hiring. Like, everyone is trying to hire. Oh, yeah. 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 Chipotle on Dodge was having the hardest time of getting people to work there. I thought they were going to shut you down. You say Chipotle on Dodge like we have multiple? I guess we have one. That's high beat that we've got. Like, right. It's, it's real, though. I mean, as a college-educated person in a, you know, in a profession that is not just you can walk in and sit down and do the job that I'm doing – you know, when I see signs that say, come and work at Panera for 20 bucks an hour, I'm like, 
It pissed you off a little what bit. What in the hell am I doing wrong here? Why, like, why did I you mean, invest $60,000 into least, an education? At least. I mean, I, and I get it, right? We have to pay people a living wage, but at the same time, economically, we cannot stand this for very long before the inflation just goes crazy. And I mean, I won't get on my pedestal about that, but... Oh yeah, it's 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 insane, and we're gonna we're gonna feel the repercussions of this for a very very long. Oh, time. I agree. When we've talked. I don't think we've got there, but like when we talked about like minimum wage going up. My job that I did in high school was not where I was a cart boy. I drove carts out and parked them. I did not deserve more than ten dollars an hour. Yes, like yes. that was that was even above minimum wage. I don't know. It was like eight dollars and seventy five cents, and I got a ten cent raise every year I came back. <laughs> So, and a 10 cent race was a big deal. Yeah. I mean, you were feeling like, yeah, I got yeah. this going on, right? Like, I mean, I waitressed for, you know, a lot of high school and you worked really hard and you made minimum wage plus tips. And that was that. And minimum wage was definitely not $15 an hour. I'm sorry. I have a problem paying $15 an hour at, for a Wendy's burger. Oh, I mean, yeah. why am I paying you that? To flip a burger, it's it's crazy to me. Right. It's well, crazy. We, we our economy cannot stand this. It's going to crash it. That's all I'll say about that because I'm going to take over his podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So let's uh, we're going to roll right into topic number four. But first, a little plug for our podcast friends at Side of Guac. Uh, Statboy slash BFT has his own podcast with his friend Tom or T Russ. Uh, they, these guys, they're taking a much different approach. We were on episode 11 today. They just released episode three. Um, they do a lot more like bells and whistles. Like from the start, we said here, like we were going to, this is not supposed to be a huge production, but the content that those guys are talking about is, is really, uh, really funny and has some real merit. So if you need another podcast to listen to, uh, at site of guac pod, and uh, I don't think they've announced their their Chipotle meal winner yet. No, that's the so you oh you might we'll still be able to get in on it. But I have uh, I have a real question for Side of Guac though. Yeah, what's up? Tomatoes or no tomatoes? I mean, I like tomatoes in my guacamole. In your guacamole? Yeah, really? Not heavily though. It like yeah, but they chunk is with tomatoes. Yeah. No, I know like right. a, a small, very like. You don't even need more than, like, in a cup, like a quarter of a tomato. It's not I can't fuck with that. You don't like tomatoes? No tomatoes in my guac. No tomatoes in really? my guac. I am a purist. <laughs> okay. Get to fucking tomatoes out of the guac. <laughs> so how do you know that pure guac? So would you not tomatoes? eat guacamole? Because that's what I said. Oh, okay. I will not order guacamole at Poncheros because they put tomatoes in it. Chipotle does not. Chipotle does not. They make it the right they way. They have good guacamole. They have ex- excellent guacamole. Yeah. Should I don't guac, discriminate. Should guac be extra? Mm, no. no. Um, I, here, here's what I will say. I will specifically order a veggie bowl to get the extra guac because I don't care about the meat sometimes. Like sometimes you go up to Chipotle and I you're like, this chicken <laughs> looks like shit. So oh, today, veggie bowl. Extra guac. So when Chips. you say veggie bowl, did that also include like the tofu that they had for a while? Oh, or? no, 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 okay. no, 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 no. Have you tried the cauliflower or rice? Yes. No. Is it good? It's good. Yeah, I don't know if it's worth the $2.20. Whoa, there's an upcharge for $2? Yeah, like, yeah no. That's what sucks about trying to be healthy. You gotta pay more. Yeah. I can go and spend $8 at 
out and be overfilled. Yeah. $8 is going to get me like three leaves of lettuce. And probably cancer. I mean, yeah. so you'll die someday. YOLO. That's will enjoy it. Yeah, we're not gonna get into the deal. All right, so let's uh, <laughs> let's let's move right on to I think what might be I don't know I I think it could either be the favorite or the second favorite topic of the show, stupid people. We talked a little bit about this last night with pet peeves. Uh, again, you haven't heard it yet, but there was a lady at the Casey's that really pissed me off because she cut in line and knew exactly what the fuck she was doing. This like seventy year old lady there to buy uh, lottery tickets, and I was in a cranky mood, et cetera, et cetera. But stupid people. Oh. To be fair though, you can't really call that lady stupid. She knew exactly. What yeah. Okay. Was. And right. But, <laughs> right. That's what that was yeah. she buying lottery tickets on a Wednesday? For Father's Day. Okay. Well, I mean, there is a cutoff for when you can win on certain lottery tickets. So I mean. Maybe she was just trying to hit that. I don't think she was spending twenty dollars, but she had no idea what she buy was. Like she's buying the scratch off. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. This was not like mega millions or anything. Like that. I Anyways, mean, she's stupid she, people. She. It looked like you had a lot of time to live, and she might not. So <laughs> I mean, you don't know that tomorrow's not guaranteed. We saw that in a conspiracy theory, but we'll get to that later. So stupid people. Uh, there are a lot. A lot of stupid people in this world, um, and far too many of them get away with being stupid on a day in and day out basis. And this is not any kind of jab at any you know portion of the population. No, but if you're stupid, just go there's stupid people everywhere. Oh, there, and, there are, there and are. I a lot of them are the younger generation. Yes. Trust me, I work with teenagers, and oh my god. I look at them and I try to reflect and I said, there's no way I was like this. I but, hope but not. Really, but really? I probably was. You probably were. Oh, I agree. And but at definitely the same time, matured. At the same time, though, the older generation, Jesus Christ, like, come on. And, move with the and times. I worked with people who I questioned on a daily basis, how, how in the hell did you get this job? And not only that, like, there are people that had been working there for like five to ten years, how do you still have this job? Or longer. Well, yes. So, stupid people, I'm sure we've all got our own stories about it. Um, this was your topic that, like, I think this was a, one of the main topics you wanted to talk about when you came on the show. So I'm going to let you start. Yeah. Stupid people. Yeah, so I'm an introvert as a person. I can tell you that about myself. Um, I do not gain energy from being around people. Being around people sucks energy out of me. And if you're stupid, it sucks even more energy out of me. And then I have very, very low tolerance for people in general. Um, so, you know, just like in a nutshell, ugh, go and, fuck yourself. Like, I can't handle people, it. It's not necessarily like smart versus dumb. No, 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 That no. is not it's, what we're talking about. It's funny that she says yes. that because I haven't known Jocelyn long, but that is one thing I have, cl- I have like learned yeah. in a hurry that like- I have very, you, <laughs> very low tolerance. If you got bullshit, she'll just not like- I have she, no tolerance for bullshit. Great. I don't have time for it. Um, I'm gonna write, like I have a very, very good um, like person odometer in my head. Yep. My judge of character is normally 99% of the time right on in the first five minutes, I either like you or I don't like you. And that's what we're going to go with. And if I give you a nickname, 
I'm probably like, we're probably on the all right. Yep. If I start calling you by your name and being really nice to you, that means you're off the list. I hate you. Shit. Go the fuck away. Yeah. <laughs> like immediately. Like Cole, the first time I met him, I thought he looked like Justin Bieber. So I called him Justin Bieber for probably up until last week. Probably, okay. Yeah. Um, you hated he's me all right. for like two years. Hated. 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 <laughs> hated. For forever. Bleep that last name out. <laughs> hated him. Showed up to a meeting in sweatpants. What the fuck are you doing? We're done. <laughs> Took another mutual friend of ours to say, okay, this person's all right. And now we're friends. It's fine. Um, you know, but yeah, I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to call you out within about five minutes. You've got about five minutes of my time to prove yourself. And within that time frame, if you don't prove yourself, we're done. And I think for me, as far as like our friendship, it was, you scared the shit out of me. And, as and I, I and like I will That's admit when, when we first like met I didn't realize like how much like how much power you actually had and I will admit it was a bit of a respect thing it was like who who is this lady that's up my ass <laughs> via email you like, wish I, I, I why, why do I need to worry about that and then it was like oh wait she means business. She's actually like a good person to know. Um, and I mean, now it's been like. It's been years. Six we're years friends. in total. We're good. We're good. We're Two good. years were a little rocky. The last four years have been great. You got the nickname. You're good to go. I got the nickname. <laughs> You're right? good to go. You're and, good to go. Uh, so, and then like towards the end, uh, when we were working together, like it was a daily thing. Like I'd come down, I'd like flip your name tag over, like just give you a hard time. Um, tell you know your coworkers that I like them better than you. Like it was, it was great. So, but anyways, we're off topic now. Stupid people. Back to that. Cole, go. Uh, just this stupidity at some of the people at like. So, just like weather and people, how people dress to me is a big thing. Yeah, it, look at the weather. If it's gonna rain, pack clothes. It's gonna rain. If it's gonna be cold. Pack clothes so you're not gonna be cold. If it's hot out, don't wear pants and a long sleeve. I mean, it that's goes amazing. down to the common sense of people. Oh. Common sense. If you have common sense, we are probably gonna get along. If you have no common sense, get the fuck out. And I, what I don't get, and I what I still to this day can't like fully process is like, how does that happen? Like, how do you grow up and not gate like gather all of this common sense just by living? Because, like, I didn't necessarily, like, work at trying to not be a, a dumbass. Like, it comes with the, in all honesty, I see it a lot of the, like, youth. Because the book smart versus, like, the street smarts comes with, like, the sociability and being out and actually, like, talking to people that, like, they don't necessarily have or, like, being, like, outside. Piggybacking on that, working. If you yeah. are a teenager whose parents made you work... You get it. Yes. Right? Oh. Get your kids a job. I mean, yes. I, I had my first paying job at 14. So did I. Yep. And it was mine not a pretty job. Good, but like mine well, was, I was picking, fixing stuff on the greens and getting free golf. But yeah. that's when I was like 12. Yeah. What about you? I started working when I was 16. When I could drive. Yeah. Spoiled. 
Sorry, I don't oh, yeah, have a fucking Minnesota can ride a fucking snowmobile to work. <laughs> I have to drive a car in a city. What was your first Sorry. job? Uh, cleaning hotel rooms at the Holiday Inn. It was a shitty job. Oh. Shitty job. That, shitty that's job. a topic in itself. That was like, a job. What was some of the shit job. you found when you were cleaning? Okay, well, first of all, this hotel, one of the very few in town, also the one that you stayed at if you had a wedding, right? So, okay. like, we had the fishermen oh, going across no. the border to Canada to fish. We also had all the weddings in town. Interesting. Oh. Talk about an education. Okay, that job sucked ass. Yeah, but you probably learned so much of this common sense. I learned that I wanted uh, education. Yeah. I didn't want to be doing that forever. That side note, so like that learning from like a a young age, man, I'll tell you what, luckily the golf course I worked at didn't have like toilets on the golf course, but some of the things that people left behind in the clubhouse that I had to clean when I was like my first year there. Yeah. I'm like, there's no way that body could produce that. I was, <laughs> oh my God. All right. 100%. Hotels. When you stay in a hotel, do you leave a tip for the, the people that are going to clean your room? If I am in Mexico at an all-inclusive, hell yes. Yeah. If I am okay. anywhere else, no. Really? So like, I've never even thought about what that. Was, definitely on the and I, I never did either. But then like a couple of years ago, I was staying, my dad and I were shooting a wedding um, in Ames. And it was the first time I had ever seen him do this. Like when we checked out, he left $10 on like the TV stand. And I said, what are you doing? Cause I'm, I'm tipping, you know, the, the room, it's not really room service, maid service, whatever you yeah. call it, that are gonna come in and, and clean this room after we're gone. Damn near 20 years ago when I did this, because you're old. Because um, I'm old. Um, it was not a. It was not a thing. It was. It was very rare. It was maybe a few times the whole summer that you would see that. And my like rule of thumb with tipping is: is the person are they getting at least minimum wage or better? I'll right, because like your your waiters and your bartenders, like they're making like three or four dollars an hour because they. they make up for it on the tips. I'll just put it this way. I I, I think I've left a tip one time, and I'm pretty sure that's because we left the room like... Because <laughs> you felt bad about how... Besides that, I don't leave it. the room. That's the time to do it, I right? Don't the, but, like, I, I wrinkled the sheets, maybe. Yeah. Like, literally, yeah. I'm in a hotel room. I literally go there, I sleep underneath the sheets and the comforter, yep. and then I get out, yep. and I leave. Like, you got to make the bed, you got to wash the sheets. My thing is, if it's a multiple-day stay, Yes. And, they cl- and you I didn't have that. this in COVID, right? Yeah. But pre-COVID, multiple days stay, and I, you know, on going into night two or whatever, the room was all tidied up, bed was made, all that. All right. See, well, I'm, 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 I'm changing that anyways, though. But I'm not. A lot of places aren't changing sheets. No, I won't even. So I'm not. Right. That and um, some of the stories I hear, I'm not even letting. I'll put the do not disturb. Like, yes. I don't even need that's to change. Yep. Yeah. I, so I, I don't put the do not. People. Don't come in. Do not come in. I can make my own bed. Yeah. I'm good with the same towel for another night. Yeah. We're good. But if you're restocking stocking my mini bar. <laughs> come on in. Come on <laughs> in. <laughs> Restock that shit. Yeah. I agree. That's why that's where I'm at. Like I don't need the different stuff. I need a towel, I'll go down, I'll get one from yeah. the Yep. So what we're gonna wrap up uh, stupid people with there's sometimes in life where you have no choice but you have to deal with stupid. Every day. So, Every like, day. What, day. what have you three, and I'll, I'll chime in as well, but what have we found 
that like you do not just like make it easier, but just like allows you to cope with the fact that you have to deal with stupid people. Oh, I'm a horse theory coach. The stupid shit I see all the time. Some people will <laughs> do some exercises. I'll say you get two you get two strikes. If I help you out one time and you don't do what I told you to do, okay, I'll help you out a second time after that. You're on your own. You're on your own. Okay, I will just say Co- <laughs> uh, Coach Cole never helped me out at Orange Theory. Number one, probably because he Great was, ter- he was terrified that I was going to just like rip him apart. Five o'clock in the morning, I wasn't messing with Five o'clock in the morning, Cole was usually still asleep. And when was the last time you were at Orange Theory? Um, I quit in April. Oh. So, she'd walk that. in, I'd coach in, uh, what are those things? Do it hey, all the time. And she'd be like, Oh, still got the slippers on. I'd be like, nice slippers, Cole. <laughs> like, you're, it's five o'clock in the freaking morning. Nice fucking slippers. Yep. Um, dealing with stupid people. Um, biggest thing for me is controlling what I can control. Um, I'm, I'm a big fan of the, the, corporate cup of shut up, which is a very nice email to tell you how stupid you are, but doing it in a very nice way. I feel that I am the queen and master of that. Pretty much everyone here can tell you that I'm the queen and master of that. Um, You will know if you did something stupid, but you will not be able to turn me into HR. Per my last email, have you seen that? Like it it pops up like, I don't know. I could write a fucking book. Right. It's a series of like 18 graphics that are like, the subtle, like, you're you're an asshole type of emails. I prefer to call it a cup of shut up. Yeah. Trent? I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm with Jocelyn, but almost just, like, you can't, at some point, you just have to be, like, what the fuck in your mind and just deal with it. Yeah. Because there, there's literally nothing you can do. And, like Cole said, you can tell somebody to do something, and it doesn't matter. Like, it just doesn't get through to people. And, right. like, at some point, you just, you just have to say, well... This sucks, and just and, and I th- I think I land with you. You got to control what you control. Yeah. Um. I think a lot of times there are things that piss me off because people are being stupid, but I've tried to like make adjustments. I've tried to bring it up, and nothing changes. So then it's just like, well, I'm not gonna let that continue to bother me. Like I know you're dumb. I know you're an idiot. Yep. But I'm not gonna let your lack of intelligence impact what I'm trying to do on a daily basis. Exactly. And at the end of the day, like if you're wrecking my day, I'm the one letting that happen. Yep. And I shouldn't be letting that happen to my day. And that's, you know, it takes time to realize that as professional as person that you're in control of your own day and you decide what impacts you. That, and it's also like, don't be afraid to confront somebody though too. Like, Oh, we are so, we are so confrontation averse. Oh. As a culture, we yeah. are averse to confrontation. Face to face. I think so many yes. people would rather fire off an email or talk behind someone's back rather than addressing it at the source. And I've, I've seen that. I'm just like, if somebody's got a problem with me, like, I can't read your mind, come tell me. Yeah. Like, or like, if I'm not doing something that you want to get done, like, come tell me. Like, yeah. I, if I, I'm going to do what I'm doing until I'm told that I'm not doing it correctly. Right. To end that, you know, um, I probably never, ever had to send Stat Boy a cup of shut up because he is perfect. (laughs) He is perfect. He's a perfect human. I'm fucking living with him. (laughs) Says the guy who barely cleans his room. Stop. TV shows. So, again, this was a topic 
put on the rundown by Joss. Uh, you have one absolute TV show in mind. I think I left it a little bit more vague because the point yes, I want to make with yes. TV shows is that I think there are too many TV shows that go on for too long. Okay. And yeah, you yeah, get, yeah. like, there, there comes a time in a TV show where, hey, you know what? You, this might leave a cliffhanger, but a whole an additional season or two or three will fucking ruin it. Ruin it, right? Yes. And I I can probably count on one hand, maybe three fingers, the number of TV shows that I watch that I feel like ended at the right time. So that's that's my piece on TV shows. There are far too many that go on for far too long and it ends up like ruining the whole experience of watching that show. Said by the person who still watches Grey's Anatomy. And that what is are because... We, are we on season 70 okay, fucking four? 17. What? You're on season... And they've renewed for 18. Only 17. But here's the issue with that. Why I continue to watch. If I've watched 16 seasons, I can't just stop watching now. Okay, just got but to. it's fucking time. It's I, fucking I time. don't disagree. <laughs> I don't disagree. But I watched it for 16 seasons. You're committed now. Exactly. You can't just stop. It. Yeah. And like I like I used to watch show after show after show after show. Now it's like oh when I, when I have time like I'll watch an episode, and it might be two or three weeks after it actually airs. Like, but that's I'm, what you're choosing to spend your time doing. Well, yeah, absolutely. See, here's my problem with TV shows is that I don't enjoy the cliffhangers, so I'm a big binge watcher. So like. Oh, watching TV shows live suck. Yeah. I hate it. to week stuff. I remember doing that. Like, when I used to, like, live at home, we'd watch, like, certain... Like, I watched always season eight on Grey's Anatomy when I was, like, in junior high and high school. My sisters and my mom would watch it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so fucking old, it hurts. (laughs) So, like, yeah, as soon as, like, I got out of the house, I didn't... uh, No, I was done with Grey's Anatomy um, and stuff like that. Is that why your sister's a doctor now? Probably, Um, that, um, the only show that I do watch week to week, Survivor. You still watch Survivor? I, watch Survivor. I didn't even know that was still a thing. Yeah. I didn't know either. Get out. That's okay. the only one. During COVID, my husband and I have watched several seasons of Survivor as entertainment because I'm telling you, that is humankind. At its so it's, it's basically people watching on TV. It is oh, yeah. people watching on TV. It's like uh, Even Stevens the movie. Yes. 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 Uh, <laughs> when they go on the island, it's literally that. Yes. I I was in the Survivor like the first two or three years. Uh, you were just hoping to see boobs. Duh. <laughs> and they blurred them out. Yeah. Like, what's the point? Like Naked and Afraid. I would watch Naked and Afraid to see. Hmm. What are we gonna see today? Nothing. Such a disappointment. Nothing, because it's on the Discovery Channel. (laughs) (laughs) So, TV shows, you have one in particular that you want. Okay, the best written TV show of all time, I am willing to argue this with anybody, Sopranos. And I am probably too old for all of you. You've probably never seen it. Highly encourage you to watch it. Okay. It is incredible. It is very deep. It is entertaining. The humor is dry. It's incredible. I've watched it all the way through twice now. How many seasons? Six seasons. That's it. Okay. That's it. So I, I watched Friends three times through. Okay. Yeah. That's it. In. 
Like, no, like start tending, not like when you just yeah. like throw it on. Oh, no, I, I'm at like eight. Um, I'm a big, do you so get about out? About four years ago, out. yes. About four years ago, I did uh, dip my toes in the Sopranos water. Sopranos, Sopranos, I don't know, maybe that's my Iowa accent that I've developed. Yes, yes, yes. Um, my, I can gauge my like affinity to a show within the first five episodes. And I remember watching the first five episodes of, um, what's the one that everyone always raves about? Office? No. With the meth. Oh, Breaking, Breaking Bad. Bad. Breaking Bad. I watched the first five episodes of that and I was like, I am not dying to watch the next episode. Did you watch yeah, Prison Break? No. I tried it. Oh. Sons of Anarchy. Prison uh, Break Rings, was one of the best binge watching friends, shows known to man. How I Met Your Mother. House of Cards, every one of those shows, as soon as one episode ended, I was dying to start watching the next one. Okay, if you can watch House of Cards, you should have no problem with Sopranos. And it is as deep and as right? dark. My problem is right now, I only watch like one that. show at a time. Yes. So I finished Friends, yep. watched the reunion, and was like, oh, I'll just start it again. So now I'm back into season three of Friends, and it's going to- Jen Ann. Yeah, cool. Oh, good. Uh, so it's probably going to be another five to six weeks until I finish. You're going to finish that first? Yeah. Yes. I'm I can't just stop watching right and go into another. I, I just started. I'm going to episode Man, what? three. Manifest. It's like, oh, I've heard playing. Tried it. Tried it. Tried it. I'm going to episode three, it. so. Yeah. Trent's a big 24 oh, guy. 24? Yeah, we watched 24. Great fucking Yep, show. yep, yep, Great yep. I remember, funny that I haven't talked about her in. 11 episodes or 10 episodes but tonight i mentioned it twice my <laughs> high school girlfriend her mom oh was obsessed God. with 24. shout out to high school girlfriend whatever her name is hey you're you know a what? fucking hero fun, <laughs> fun fact every girl every, Call it's, up. <laughs> it's not a long list but every girl i've ever like dated or like seriously talked to is now married so so you're like that movie <laughs> right good luck chuck yeah. good luck chuck so if there's any single females out there that are itching to get married, <laughs> shoot me a DM. I will take you out. I'll treat you like a queen, and then you'll get married. So, but yeah, her Swipe mom. Right, Jim. Her mom was super into Twenty Four. Never got into it then. I know, like if if Stat Boy has it on while he's eating dinner, like I'll watch it. But then he only watches like one episode at a time. Oh. It's like how the fuck do you do that? Okay. Has anybody watched Dexter? No. 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 Oh, I've seen that though, and that's a little fucked up too, though. Dexter, super fucked up. Super great the first yeah. time through. Second time through, it's not as good. The cliffhangers aren't great. Cold, mm, maybe not for you. The rest of you, it is fantastic. If you are averse to blood, don't watch it. It, there's a lot of blood. There is a lot of blood. blood. You're into dark shows. Very dark. I'm She's a, a I dark have, person. Have you seen Mindhunter? No. Oh, you should watch that. I will. That's really good. It's unlike all the serial killers. Yes, um, very into she that. She has to be done with that rosé. She needs her bushlight apple from the back right corner of the fridge. And I think there's only like two or three left. Like so. 
I'm super pumped about the Bushlight Apple, by the way. You've had it before. I have not had it before. This oh. first time. First beer review, not shitty. Bushlight <laughs> Apple Virgin, first time in like 30 years. Uh, wet aged like eight months. I bought it last August. Perfect. The born on date's gonna be. Oh Probably. yeah, we are past it. <laughs> Doesn't age. Is that our time count? We're yeah, officially we're at one hour. hour. Yeah. Okay. Well, we got two topics left, and That's the last cool. one's gonna be right. Forever long. So fucking good. <laughs> this next one's a doozy, though. Hall pass. Oh yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. No. I'm, no, I'm gonna talk about this. So happily married, almost eight years. Um, Jesus, we've been together. I know. We've been together. Let's see. If we've been married eight years, 13. we've been together thirteen years, which is nearly half my life. You've been married longer than probably the average population in this country. I've been married longer than the average three have been alive. Marriage duration. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know we, had, we had one hell of a party with an open bar. Our friends got completely trashed. Oh, fuck you. Thanks for the invite. Pretty fun. Um, eight years later, still married, doing pretty good. Beat Chris uh, Humphreys and Kim Kardashian by a lot. So that's pretty good. A month? Yeah. 72 days. 72 days. Look it up. Uh, however, hall pass list. Okay, this is a regular topic of conversation at our house. With both of you. With both of us. Okay, Matt's hall pass list. So you don't have an open marriage. No, 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 no. We're not that <laughs> so weird. You have a pineapple on your front stoop. I don't know what that means, but no, it, means, it not. indicates that you're a swinger. We are not swingers. <laughs> okay. Not um, interested so in that. Fun if joke. Happens, we're gonna play we're on her. Married again. Like two o'clock in the morning, we're gonna swing over one day. Go pineapple. Honestly, go for it. We never use our friends. Exactly. <laughs> it's great. Like, go for it. Honestly, go okay. for it. Um, but regular topic of conversation in our house is the hall pass list. Danica Patrick, Sean Johnson are on Sean my husband. Oh, 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 yeah. I I no, Johnson. that's on Danica your husband. Patrick's not on your list. Who? Not on Sean my Johnson. list. I heard she's, she's a bitch. Pregnant. She's had two children. But she's totally so on she's my fertile. husband's list. Um, so we talk about this regularly. I'm a huge believer in it. Adam Levine, call me. <laughs> like, meow, we're there. <laughs> but I just want to know, like, Jim, your ex-girlfriend, maybe she has nope. a call. I mean, it's hilarious what's, to bring this what's up. your list? Oh, I've got a list, but it's hilarious to bring this up. So, uh, uh, comedian, uh, does like, uh, super country, um, Oh, I don't know what you're talking about. I know, but he's like, oh, yeah. You me, a, yeah, I know he's like, fucking good. He's like, good. yeah. He's like, yeah, me and Why my wife. Why do you think I've been hoarding them? He's like, yeah, me and my wife, we had a celebrity uh, bang list we got going on. So she goes first, <laughs> and then uh, I get to go second. He goes, oh, yeah, local Casey's girl. She's a celebrity. <laughs> and then she like, starts listing off like, local celebrities. And she goes, uh, what? He goes, they're celebrities to me. They're on the list. <laughs> And it's probably more likely that you're going to have a chance with them than you would with someone else. Right. Jake, uh, Jake Owen, 100. Oh, Jay's on, yeah. Jay is on there. Jennifer Aniston, top oh, of the list. Hands no, down. No. Blake Lively, number two. Oh, okay. I'm a girl, pretty sure. But, <laughs> like, clearly, Blake Lively. Yeah. If she's not on everyone's list, you got something wrong with you. Well, she's pretty good looking. Yeah. Super yeah. down to earth, too. Yeah. Yeah. From what I've seen. David Beckham. Um, so is it weird if you have, like, does it have to be a celebrity hall pass list? Because, like, I mean, there's, like, regular people I know that would be on my list. Okay, but if you're going to talk about Trent, 
No. We don't want to know. <laughs> we don't want to know. Roommates, whatever. Okay. I won't include them for, for their sake of privacy, but there have definitely been for some this. people that I've known. I'm more than just like, I follow you on Instagram mobile. That would be on my list. So, but that's not the list we're talking about here. So, uh, J.A. Yeah. I mean, write it in granite. Number one. Anatomy on there? Who? The right. main. Yeah. Any, no. any of the people from Grey's Anatomy. I mean, you're watching it yeah. like seven. No. What about Avery? Six or, uh, what's, uh, who's Avery Mary? I think I'm getting in this right. The redhead? Sure. Absolutely not. I can't stand her. I'm trying to. Uh, <sighs> blondes or brunettes? Brunettes. See, this is weird. We're so, off. So, Rough my, break. I mean, I pay for this, but fuck. <laughs> what are you naturally? I don't know. I really love her here. <laughs> I can tell you. It's been a while. Like 15 years. It's weird. I've always thought that I was a blonde guy, and I've only dated brunettes. Hmm. Sapway? Who's my list? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I have a full list. Number one. I know who's next. Anakin Brown. Ooh. Who? Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, Sersha Ronan. Definitely. Oh, so you know who that is? But you don't know who Chris Pratt is? No. <laughs> Have you, I don't do you know that people. Trent is terrible with movies? No, I'm just terrible with actors. Wait, no, movies movies to... no, you're fucking terrible with movies. Listen to He's Simon never seen Forrest Gump. <laughs> okay, I mean, but... Uh... No, you yes, just... What about Shawshank Redemption? I mean, it's good, but do you need to see oh, it 12 times? No, but you I mean, need we to didn't see say 12. 12. We said once. Okay, but I saw it when I was eight. What? Shawshank Redemption. Okay, years old. ago? Yeah, exactly. But, you've never seen it? I've never seen it. You should see it. You should see it. I kind of don't want to. No. It's a historical biopic. <laughs> okay. And Claire Underwood is in it. She's not on my list. Claire Underwood. Well, Robin Wright. Sure on your list. Yeah, Robin Wright. So I, yeah. Well, it was Scarlett's on. I used to be. I used to name my phones after like celebrity crushes. So like for a long time there, my iPhone was just named Claire. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. The fuck. Yeah, that was a little. Is that a little weird? Yeah, we might. That's a little weird. I had a car named Rachel for Rachel Green. I mean, were you fucking the muffler or? <laughs> that, yeah, now I get it. Maybe because you can like, anytime you put the charger in, you can go, oh, daddy or something like that. But like, can I get a phone? Oh, yeah. Ugh. It's like, honestly, not like that. So No, actually, I program my phone to do that every time I charge it. Which is exactly why you're <laughs> in the situation you are. What's, what situation is that? <laughs> Naked and afraid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so right. who else is on your hall plat hall pass? I don't I don't know what Scarlett? Is. She's up there. I don't Scarlett Johansson? I couldn't tell you what she looks like. <laughs> Trent, watch the Avengers. Trent just wants a paper bag over their head. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. I mean it doesn't matter. <laughs> All right. But back to Jake Owen, call me. One eight hundred meow. What about Luke Combs? I don't know who, what, what? who he is or what he looks like. I'm sorry. Come on. Kenny you know, Chesney. You know who he is. Kenny Chesney. Thank you. I will meet you at your house in St. John. I know where it is. We're good. All right. Well. All right. Well. <laughs> 
I don't know who Luke Holmes is. I'm sorry. What does he say? I'm not even going to entertain yeah. All right. Here we go. We're about to uncover our deepest topic of the night. This is a good one. Nickname DIA. This is uh, our conspiracy theory of the night. Denver International Airport. Holy fuck. Dude. Where do, you, well, where, where do you want to get started? There's four. I think there's four main topics. Okay, let's list them. So the horse. Yep. The tunnels. Yep. The bunker. Yep. And the murals. Yeah. And the fifth, the uh, granite pillars in Georgia that are connected to Denver International Airport. I learned about that tonight. What? Yeah. Go home and uh, I'll, I'll send you a link. But this is. When it comes to conspiracy theories, I will believe them until I find evidence that it's just too hard to believe. So, like, it's one of those, I can give them the benefit of the doubt, and I'll do my research, and then it's like, I make a decision. Denver International Airport, I'm all about it. I believe that there's some shit going on. Now, you're into the Illuminati. You're into the Freemasons. You believe all this. New World Order. That's where this stems. Freemasons? You know what the highest tier? 33. Oh, yeah. Oh, dude, this one? It goes deep. I mean, I know they're, like, all over the country, but aren't they, like, substantial in Pennsylvania? Yes. Yes. Like Ben Franklin was there. Yes. Yeah. So, dude, the free mate, like, I'm one of these nights, I'm going to come home from work and I'm going to watch about six hours straight on the Freemasons because, like, there is so much to unpack there. I I am of the belief that they're running, not just like running this country, I think they're running this world. 100%. New World Order. 100% non political, it exists. I just hope I'm selected. I hope I make it. <laughs> I, I've already sure. signed off. If you're listening, yeah. we are in. And have you watched I'll bring the, beer. the family? If you're not into beer, I'll bring whatever. Yes. Would you recommend it? Bring what you like. Because I've had it on my list for about eight months and I haven't, I haven't decided if I want to watch it or not. Moderately. I wouldn't say it's bad, I wouldn't say it's amazing. But the family. Back to Denver, though. Okay, Denver International Airport. Like, there's... There comes to be a certain point where there's too many things to just call it a coincidence. So, like, if Denver just had the horse statue... Okay, but let's let's roll back to when they first started it. So, they're 16 months behind... There's two point six billion, billion dollars over over budget, and you're okay. a money person. That's a lot. Of money. That's a lot of money. You don't just billion like accidentally go two billion dollars over budget. Correct. This I is mean, where that's you insert Austin Powers, and he goes billion. Yeah, billion with B. That's <laughs> that's not just oh, like we underestimated the cost of the stone. No, that's we are intentionally doing more than we originally. So, for the listeners, there is... Tunnels. Tunnels. There is secret meeting rooms. There's bunkers. Yep. I don't... So, I mean, how do you get away with, like... How do you not, like, release that information of, like... Don't you think that those... That's got to be a shelter or something like that. Like, to the... Not to the public. I mean, but how do you get to those bunkers? Or how are you a person that if shit hits the fan, you're getting the bunkers? Because you are a part of the New World Order. Okay. 
But, no, okay, I put it this way. Is it a conspiracy that there's bunkers down there, or is it known that there's bunkers down there? You know what I mean? I guess that I don't. I think to there's me, bunkers. I think there's bunkers. Right. I think there's bunkers. I think it's is real. Is it known though? I think it's real because there's like workers that have leaked that there's bunkers and tunnels. And if but, you think about it, Denver is like pretty close to being in the the middle of the country. It can probably as, as opposed to like Washington D.C. Sure, sure. That's what I'm saying. Like if you're on the list and you're in California. Or you're on the list and you're in the in, Midwest. You know, obviously the Midwest, but I'm thinking like Virginia, et cetera. Like, either go to realistically, or you, you are there in a matter of two hours. Never mind the fact that it is the biggest airport in the country by like thousands and thousands of acres. Right, because the, the I was listening tonight, the like the tunnels, it's like something like 53 square miles. Yeah, but the tunnels are, I, I watched. Some different things because I oh I'm a big conspiracy guy so I love diving in so I wanted to sharpen up on this one the worker that like said it um, was like yeah there's tunnels down there and then they try to play it off that their tunnels are for their underground system for taking you from parking lot to parking lot or the luggage somewhere and stuff like that and the luggage incorrect oh I mean, have you been incorrect to I have been to Denver okay. International it is it is it is large. It is not that large. Okay? Have you been to Detroit? No. Detroit is large. Why would anyone go okay? to Detroit? Where's it stacked to O'Hare? Bigger than O'Hare. Oh, O'Hare's not that big. O'Hare's just O'Hare is not that big. It's just busy. Yeah. O'Hare's O'Hare is the just, busiest airport. Not the O'Hare, O'Hare is Atlanta. just... I have been to Atlanta. I would say probably bigger than Atlanta. Atlanta's massive. Okay? Atlanta's huge, right? Like, JFK. you can go forever. I have yeah. not been to JFK. Been to JFK. JFK is not I've that I've been big. to LAX. Okay. LAX is annoying. Well, yeah. That airport of... fucking sucks. Yeah, don't get a layover there. Yeah, don't get a layover there. Don't okay. go to... Side note for the listeners. Don't go to Hawaii. Go to the Caribbean. Hawaii is over fucking rated. And it doesn't need your money. There's a lot of homeless people there. I need to go there at least once. I gotta play golf in every state. Fine. So, okay. Go to so, Northern California. Like, do you know about... I guess we're just going to call it conspiracy theory. Did you know about this before you went to Denver International? Yes. Okay. So, like, when you were there, did you have time to, like, walk around? No. Okay. Um, when I was there, well, I've been there multiple times. Um, I flew to Denver to see friends from college. Didn't really notice anything because we were just in a hurry. Um, but you do see the peaks that they talk about. Like, the peaks are supposed to be significant. Um, we've also th- flown through there on our way to and from Cabo, which uh, you're probably not going to remember. So just like don't count that. You get okay. drunk in the airport on your way to and from Cabo. So mm. that's the that's the thing you do. Right? That is that is what you do. You get drunk at tequila. So I just I, I there are multiple instances, especially in this country, of like things hiding in plain sight. Yeah, the murals. Have you seen the murals? Those murals are going to die off. So you want to talk about the murals? I dove in. I div. I've dove, divin, whatever you want. It's dove. It's, it's, it's dove. It's dope. It's dope. But so the one that you look at is the guy that wearing like the gas mask. Yeah. That. Yeah. If you take a look at the end of his sword. He is like slicing a dove, and dove is stands for peace, yep. love, and all that. So, and then if you look, it's a lot of people like dead going up into either hell or following this guy's suit. 
And then there's, but if you look closer, there's three, only three children that are in that lower left-hand corner that are like safe, mm-hmm. which is wild. But then if you look at another one of the murals, that dude is laying dead on the ground. They've got a bunch of people like wrapping up the swords in different flags. The doves are alive. And it's just like, I, I haven't been, so I don't know how they're stacked up. So I don't know if it's like this one's at the end. And like this one's behind it because if you look at the top where the rainbow is, I think it, it looks like the rainbow is up top, but it doesn't make the reason why he'd be dead on the ground. So there's two and two, correct? And I think they're like in the same like hallway. So like, no, they're on different sides. Different sides of the hallway. No, no, right? different, different sides. Of the yes, okay. yes, different sides of the It's. I mean, it's definitely like I want to just go to Denver International Airport, even if it's in there and back. And just spend like two hours like walking around. I, I believe it. I'm like a, like a take it back kind of um, feeling about it. If you think about it, if you're gonna take the most powerful people in the world and you're gonna put them somewhere that's safe, on an airport, right? you fly in. Hello, I mean- and it's under mountains. Like I mean, Denver is right there, and it's gotta be one of the least. I mean, minus it being a big airport. Who's going to blow up Denver? There's nothing. No, it's right in the middle of the country. Fun fact. um, I don't know how, like, we found this number out or this um, Decatur, Illinois, is on the top 10 most, like, likely cities to get nuclear bombs in the United States. Does it have a nuclear facility? It does. But the reason why is because ADM is the headquarters there and Tate and Lyle, which are the two biggest, like, agriculture. So, like, it produces food and, like, like, corn and grain, all that for, like, Nine's like 60% of the United States. So like, yeah, Decatur would be. I don't um, even think you have to take down food and corn. I think you have to just take down (laughs) Wi-Fi. I mean, as sad as that sounds, yeah. Seriously, think about any time there is an internet breach and you can't access the internet. Okay, now your banking is down. Yeah, Okay. so many things rely on it. Your communication is down. Which I'm so a big cash when you say take Wi Fi down, you really mean take the internet down. Just take the internet down. Right. Is it really that hard? No. I don't know. I stopped. <laughs> I'm yeah, pretty right. sure Russia would tell you no. <laughs> Thank you, Russia. Sorry, don't come and move my house. Right. So I guess when it comes to like. Especially like this Denver International, like you, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to send you both this link about this place in Georgia. So this guy basically like bankrolled these. There's eight different granite columns, and they have the same message in eight different languages about how they need to basically restart the human population with 500 million people, down from seven billion that we currently have. This was built in 1980, so like some people say it was just like mass hysteria because of the Cold War. I wasn't alive during this point, surprisingly. Um, but the guy who went to the bank to basically get the funding for this used a pseudonym, and the banker refuses to publicize what his real name was, which is also super shady. And there's something, and I forget ex- the exact connection, but there is a connection. It's in Northeast Georgia between this place and Denver International Airport. It's, I watched like a 45 minute history channel and like, okay, 
I'm going to breach off. When it comes to these conspiracy theories, like you can't really trust like a history channel because who knows, like there's probably people in that company that are going to censor shit. But at the same time, you can't just believe some Joe Schmo that makes a video. So like, how do you, how do you draw the line? Like, how do you gauge like what, what you can believe and what you can't? Cold hard facts. What do you mean? Hitler made it out. He did not die in that bunker. He lived in either Argentina or Antarctica. Well, that's a whole nother. I did hear about that today. That the there YouTube was a Nazi. Australia making fucking music. Rihanna. I heard one today. Um, Don't even OJ didn't down. kill his wife. OJ fucking did it. I don't no. want to hear they, that. This one says it. his son did it. And he took the Bronco and drove away so his son could clean up the mess. No, no, OJ didn't. You don't believe that? No. Whoa. That I one have, I don't believe. I have not heard that. That yeah. one I do not believe. That one I do not believe. I agree. Not but, believe. okay. So back to the Denver one, though. Okay. <laughs> I just, first off, I'm going to dive into this. Do There's three people I'm going to look at okay. that I hadn't even put two and two together until now. We're sitting here Bill Gates, Elon Musk. And the dude that owns Amazon. Do they Jeff have Bezos. homes? Do they have do they have homes in Denver? If they do, I'm all in. More than likely. I'm all in. If they do, well, I'm yes. in. Okay. Bill Not Gates. Holes, but like Okay. Bill Gates tied. Shady as fuck. Oh yeah. Okay. Elon Musk to the moon, baby. Right. Okay. Jeff Bezos, I don't care. Go fuck yourself. Right, but he's in, <laughs> he's I, if they are in have some tie to Denver. It's cold, but, hard, flavor, yep. cold and I understand that. But <laughs> there is see. also there is also a national mint in Denver. Okay, money number yep. one. All right. I I I mean, from the first time I heard about this, I was the horses. I was, yeah. I mean, I mean, Lucifer. Yeah. There are ties to to as we've talked about before, the Illuminati, mm -hmm. the Freemasons, both which go back. Thousands of years. The, I mean, we could probably talk for hours on the Freemasons. I mean, well, that's a whole like. There's, there's so much. In, there's Freemasons in this town. Right. There's yes. so much shit to uncover there. Correct. And unless you I, join, I will never going to tell you. Right. I will say, like, for as as easy it is as it is for people to like spread information. For them to keep all of these secrets like totally under wraps is impressive. Oh yeah, they didn't have social media back then. I'm even talking today. Correct. It takes one person to say, you know what, I infiltrated, I'm gonna say everything. Okay, but as one person, are you just crazy? That's what they're probably banking on. Yeah, but dude, you don't have to, like, at this point, those documents, like shit like that, they don't have like, you just have. Like today, you can't have that shit because it's on your phone. People can hack that shit. Mm -hmm. The reason why those things and that stuff is because when it was all kind of going on, there wasn't shit. It was all by word of mouth and shit like that. <sighs> Fuck technology. Yeah. So basically, <laughs> Freemasons. There's some shit to uncover there. If you've been to Denver International, you have proof. Let us know. I'd love to hear it, dude. Oh. If you've been to Den Denver International and you've had time to check this out, let me know. So they, so I, when I was like cleaning up, once you like said this, um, 
they put out there um, like a little bit of like a touristy thing. They had like a gargoyle that would like talk and like had like AI that would be like, that would joke around. And they'd be like, somebody would like be recording it and they'd be talking about like the different like conspiracy stuff. At Denver. At Denver. And like this is gargoyle. So, ah, you believe in the conspiracies? Because they'd be like chatting about it and like call it with people and stuff like that. Wild. You should look up the, the video. Okay. I will, I will do that. I guess this is one I 100% believe in. So I, I, I mean, I just, to me, it's just a given. So I get, there's no questioning it. Like there's conspiracies that you kind of like, that doesn't add up, like landing on the moon, you go into all that different stuff. Like that one, you see a lot. Let me ask you this, Cole. What are your thoughts? We we take a little road trip with the Garage Rears podcast. We're gonna fly to Denver. I'm going to Denver. Well, thanks for the invite. But we're going there all in one day. We're gonna go there, take a look at all this shit, document it, and then come back. No, no, no. You're nope. going to Denver. There's a okay. lot of good things to do in Denver. So we'd be there for more than just one day. Huge <laughs> things to do in Denver. <laughs> Highly <laughs> recommend. Highly Not as fun as saying I went to Denver and back today. That would have been cool. No, I agree. But like, there's a lot of cool <laughs> shit. So if we're going to make a trip, we might as well make a trip of it. All right. So if you want to help uh, fund our trip to Denver, we'll put out a, uh, a Venmo. Buy the koozies. koozies. Yeah, buy our koozies. <laughs> Fund our trip to Denver. And uh, a lot of fucking koozies. <laughs> Josh, we're uh, what? What's our what's our timestamp? You're almost at an hour and a half. Okay, so almost. So this will be our longest episode. Had a great guest. You came well prepared. You came educated, except for the the rolling rock that you brought. But we'll uh, we'll look past that. Um, it needs to be done because you're gonna bring PBR on here one time. Absolutely. It's gonna get real. Except I'm giving that a fucking two. <laughs> yeah, seriously. And you would drink water over PBR. Yes. Hands down, a hot yes. PBR, PBR is, is only good for frying fish. If if PBR was the only beer left in the world, I would not drink beer. Sober. Yep. I will go sober instead of drinking PBR. Hundred percent. I would say the same, but there's Red, been nights. Red, white, and welfare. <laughs> I would say the same, but there's been nights that we had pitchers at, uh, back at a bar back in college at uh, Milliken. It was natural light, natural light kegs just went like that. And then all of a sudden you got stuck with PBR and you had a drink. Like, I don't know. I don't think I can get You don't really know. I don't think I can get drunk enough on PBR to get, to not taste it. Yes. That's yes, my yeah. problem. Yeah, like, yeah. if I'm only drinking PBR, I don't think, I, I just can't do it. Although, <laughs> I, I'm going to switch this up on you because I have tried it. PBR with a shot of Fireball tastes like cinnamon roll. I mean, <laughs> that's the favorite shit of my Tell me about PBR it. light, it though, great. maybe. What? They have PBR light. It's light enough. How does it get lighter? Yeah. They have Paps light. How about the PBR it's coffee? It's a baby blue can. Okay, PBR coffee. I'm gonna do it. tell you. I'll show you this that like we're not gonna post. But <laughs> roll this, it up. This picture of Give me some nudes. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> also, can I just say I'm really happy to be a guest before Nuge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, funny you mention that. He's gonna be on the show next week. Nuge, if you're listening, go fuck <laughs> yourself. <laughs> I was first, bitch. <laughs> he is, uh, he's running a half iron man this weekend. Oh yeah. There is, there is Cole drinking out of a flamingo. <laughs> yeah. He used to be skinny. I've yeah. been there. I've been there. It's all right. 
Nuge, um, I'm, I'm sorry to tell you that they're going to play Kid Rock for your intro, thanks to me. <laughs> and um, that was Nuge's Oh, we didn't, uh, I didn't tell you what we're going to play for her intro. She wanted Stacy's mom. Oh, we're going to play song. Milf Money instead. You want to know what the funny thing is about this <laughs> Stacy's mom? My go-to karaoke song. Yeah, 100%. Yes! Yeah. <laughs> Good too. That or uh, All I Want for Christmas by Mariah Carey. That's not a good What? What? Yeah, it's fucking hilarious. You want to get the place bopping? That is no, true. That's no, so that's how you play, that's yeah. you play on Apple Touch. That's how you play on No, that's how This is how Trent gets the girls. <laughs> yep. Because every girl loves that song. all words. Yep. All I Want for Christmas by Mariah Carey. But uh, thanks for tuning in. Uh, hour and hour and a half here on Garage Beers. Josh, thanks for coming on. Uh, hope you enjoyed the Bushlight Apple. And uh, until next time, this has been Garage Beers. <laughs>